Welcome to the Liquid Church Podcast, a place where you can hear the timeless truth of God's Word in a way that's culturally relevant and cutting edge. Today, you're tuning in for our special series, Homecoming, where we prepare to bring the church family back together for our fall kickoff. This is a time of celebration and welcoming back friends and family. It's our hope this message will help you discover how God's story relates to your own and that you will leave feeling encouraged. Thanks for joining us today and enjoy the message. All right, good morning, everybody. Hey, great to see you guys. I'm Pastor Tim. I want to give a big welcome to all our live locations and church online. Welcome them, everybody. Make some noise. Hey, before we get into our homecoming festivities today, I just want to take a moment as your pastor to thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all you did this week to serve our neighbors in need who were flooded out by Hurricane Ida. You guys are incredible. Uh, Pastor Jim, Kenya, a whole team of compassionate carpenters Went to Elizabeth, helped our ministry partners at the relief bus. They cleaned up, helped rebuild their headquarters so their outreach to our homeless brothers and sisters on the streets can continue. In Garwood, uh, they were collecting cleaning supplies and food. They packed baskets, were given out to uh, families who were moving from transitional housing into homes. Um, in Parsippany, our broadcast campus hosted a free market, not a flea market. We, you know, try to get, you know, a lot of money for junk. We gave good stuff out for free. You donated food, clothing, cleaning supplies, toiletries, so flooded families could get back on their feet. Thank you so much. The list goes on and on and on. But as your pastor, can I just say, I am so proud. I am just so proud to be part of a church, a community of Christ followers that don't just attend church. We are the church. Amen? Give God a praise. He's working through you guys. Well, listen, today we are officially celebrating homecoming where we're kind of welcoming home friends and family who haven't been to church in a while due to COVID. You know, each week for me, it's just a real joy to see more and more faces returning. It's kind of like a family reunion, and we have a lot to celebrate today. So let me tell you what to expect. I'm just going to take a few minutes to share some high-level vision about where our church is headed this fall, and at the end of today's service, we are going to host a Dream Team Expo at every campus. You're going to leave here, head out into the lobby at your campus, and check out the volunteer ministry teams so that you can get plugged in to your God-given purpose. It's going to be a lot of fun. But first, let me kind of just start with a story, um, an experience my wife and I had a couple weeks ago when we went out to eat. Uh, it was Friday night, so our family, we headed out to dinner at a favorite restaurant of ours, and it had temporarily closed during COVID, but then it reopened this summer, so we we're pretty, pretty pumped to go. And it's funny because when we get there, I was surprised because like the parking lot was packed, all these cars, and I'm like, oh my gosh. But then we go inside and the restaurant was half full. Like as, as people walked in, we, we like see these people walking out the door and they got these disappointed looks. So I go up to the hostess and, and she's like, how many? And I'm like, well, you know, there's, there's four of us. And she's like, just a minute. And she goes into the main dining room and she comes back and she says, sorry, it's going to be a 30 minute wait. And I'm kind of like looking over her shoulder and, and I, I'm like only half the tables are filled. Literally, there's like 20 tables, 10 are empty. And so I was like, sorry, I'm not, try, I'm not trying to be jerky, but it kind of seems like you have room. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry, it's a 30-minute wait. And so we're kind of like, all right, you know. And so we, so we go to sit down alongside everybody else who's sitting there, and, and we're waiting, and more people are streaming in, same thing. They're like, sorry, we can't serve you. You're going to have to wait. And what's sad is people are walking away. In fact, one guy gets all fired up. He's like, you got a table right here, right now. Why can't I go to that table? You know how it is in Jersey. They just blow up, they kind of power up. For you. Not a great experience. So our, our name comes up, and we go sit down at dinner, and it's, it's, it's kind of weird, because again, half the room is full, half is empty, and it wasn't social distancing. So as the manager walks by, I say, hey, just excuse me, I'm just kind of curious, what's going on? Is there like a party coming in? Is this, is this room reserved? 
And he kind of winced, and he's like, no. He goes, there's, there's no party. He said, since we reopened, he said, business has come roaring back. The problem is we don't have enough workers. Customers have come back, but my workers haven't. So we actually have to turn people away because we can't serve them. I was like, really? He goes, yeah, I don't have enough line cooks. I don't have wait staff. I don't have enough runners, busters. He goes, it's killing me. We've got plenty of hungry people, but the workers are few. <laughs> Crazy times we live in, right? Hungry people are plentiful, but the workers are few. Did you know Jesus Christ said almost the exact same thing in the Gospel of Luke chapter 10? If you have a Bible, you can flip there. Luke 10, we'll look at the first couple of verses. I want to read this together. It says, after this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two. Everyone say two by two. Two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. And he told them this, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Now, the heading in my Bible says Jesus sends out the 72. And what's interesting is a lot of people think Jesus had a, a team of only 12, right? There were 12 disciples. I mean, yes, there was a core 12. And in fact, there was an inner circle of three, Peter, James, and John. But what most people don't know is Jesus had a much wider ring of leaders. It called the 72. And here in Luke chapter 10, he sends them out two by two in pairs. Why? Because ministry is best done in teams, according to the Bible. I told you last week, Christianity is not a solo sport. When you became a Christian, you were drafted. God called you into community. He placed you in a family with brothers and sisters, and then he wants to pair you up with partners to serve on his team. After this, the Lord appointed 72, and he sent them two by two ahead of him to every town, every city, every place he was going to go. Now, at Liquid, we call our leaders dream teamers. And they wear sweet t-shirts like this. On the back it says a number seven. It, it shows we're on the same team because at our church we believe teamwork is what makes God's dream work. Amen? It takes an army of leaders like you who are called, who are committed, and gifted by God, anointed by him, to go ahead of Jesus into every town and city where the gospel is going to go. Now, Jesus has called all of us to New Jersey, which is awesome, right? The land of Snooky and the Sopranos. It's awesome. It's this, this densely populated, super diverse state of 9 million people all crammed between quick checks and wah-wahs. And we love it here. At least I do. Make some noise if you love it. Well, this is home for us, all right? I'm just telling you. And it's awesome because we're blessed, man, as a church. We are a multi-ethnic, multi-generational, multi-site micro-church with a mega vision. You know what our God-given vision is? Can you say it with me? Our vision at Liquid is to saturate the state with the gospel of Jesus Christ. From the tip to the top, we want every man and woman, boy and girl who calls the Garden State home, to hear about the good news of God's radical grace and love for them in the person of Jesus. It's not religion, it's grace. We want to see their lives lit up by the Holy Spirit as they taste that living water of God's love. Now, if you're new to Liquid, you need to know we started this church way back in the day in 2007. That's why there's a seven on the back of Dream Team t-shirts. And by God's grace, we've had the privilege of baptizing over 2,400 people in Jesus' name. Let's make some noise. That's gospel saturation. Amen? Now, someday, we actually hope to have a campus in every county. You know that? There's 21 counties. We've got about seven campuses, so we're about a third of the way there. But our next campus to launch this fall is in Princeton, New Jersey. On October 31st, we are opening our new Mercer County campus, Liquid Church, at Princeton Meadow. And we're very excited about this 
because during the pandemic, God graciously gave us a beautiful new building. It's a modern-day cathedral through a ministry merger with Princeton Meadow Church. Wonderful people. It's a gorgeous ministry center. I can't wait for you to see it. It's located 10 minutes from Princeton University, and we're opening the doors in just a month, okay? Next month, Sunday, October 31st, for our grand opening, which is just incredible. You know, this cathedral is really an unbelievable gift, right, isn't it? God just showing up and showing off. It's from our Heavenly Father. And God picked a strategic location, the gateway to central Jersey. And one day, we actually think Princeton has the potential to be a broadcast hub that launches new campuses in central and south Jersey to realize our vision to saturate the state with the gospel. It has huge potential. Well, here in Luke, Jesus says, can you see it? Can you see the potential? Look out. Look with me, he told them. The harvest of souls is what? plentiful. Now, Jesus actually may have been standing in a wheat field when he said those words, but he looked out and he could envision the potential for reaching this whole harvest of hungry souls who people who don't know God, who think God's given up on them, doesn't like them. He says, I'm going to send my dream team out in a new territory because I see a huge harvest. Can you see it? You know, our staff, I wanted people to see the potential, so we went down to Princeton this summer and we discovered something pretty amazing. Fifty years ago, that property was located in a wheat field. Literally, if you jumped into a time machine and went back to 1970, you'd be sitting in a field of golden wheat. And that's why the founders named it Princeton Meadow, because it was a a wheat field of tall wheat grass. They actually put wheat stalks on the pews and stained glass. And as we stood in that wheat field, I thought about what Jesus says here in Luke 10 too. He said, the harvest is plentiful, guys, but the workers are few. And as I look out across our state at every campus, every town, as I look at Garwood and Mountainside and Somerville and Middlesex and Parsippany and Wayne, I see an incredible harvest of hungry souls waiting. Families to be served, children to love on and disciple. Guys, people are hungry for God, especially after what we've been through in the last 18 months. Lonely people are looking for love. (laughs) Guilty people are searching for grace. Hurting people are hungry for hope. Can you see the harvest? I can tell you I can. I actually saw an email I got this week from a woman who who wrote me. She said this. said, I've been attending Liquid Church for three years, Pastor Tim, and I started serving two months after. I walked into Liquid on a Wednesday night for a meeting that did not exist. (laughs) And I was the only one in the building walking around aimlessly. As I was about to leave, I met Steve, who helps lead our dream teams. And Steve invited me to come to service the following Sunday, not knowing if I would come. So I showed up that Sunday. This is how God changes lives here. Listen to this. It was the first day of the series, Anxious for Nothing. And at the time, I was dealing with trauma, addiction, depression, overdoses, prostitution, and domestic violence. The list goes on. But I'm grateful and thankful for that being God's plan for healing. With his help, I have overcome. And I just want to let you know that I am overwhelmed and so grateful for this church. God has changed my life, and Jesus gets all the credit. However, he sent me to you because there's such a need. So thank you. Isn't God good? He still sets captives free, amen? Understand what this church is. It's a second place. A second, it's a second chance place of grace, right? Where a broken and, and a battered woman could find forgiveness and freedom in her identity and purpose in Christ. So I look at that and like, I, I praise God for hurting people who are hungry for Jesus. I'm like, Lord, send us your poor, send us your depressed, send us the addicted, send us your broken, and we're just going to love them back to life here at Liquid. Amen? That's what we do. And fall is harvest season. The harvest is plentiful. Can you see it? I, I realize it might be hard to envision New Jersey or even your campus spiritually blooming 
After all we've been through, 18 months, you know, so many ministries shriveled up and died during COVID. I was talking to a bunch of pastors on the East Coast, and a lot of them said, man, last year looked like this. You ever see this? This is a picture of Death Valley. <laughs> You're like, that's what ministry looked like in 2021. It's the hottest place on the planet, little to no rainfall, just dry, barren desert, dry and cracked. That's, to me, that's like a picture of the, the big C church during COVID, right? Buildings closed, small groups separated, worship moved online, whatever. But did you hear about what happened in 2017 in Death Valley? After years of drought, it experienced a record rainfall. And what nobody knew is that thousands of wildflower seeds were lying dormant just beneath the soil waiting to flourish. So in spring of 2017, Death Valley came alive with what scientists call a super bloom. <laughs> Wall-to-wall wildflowers blanketed the desert floor. Look at that. Just keep that up there. Put it on the side screen. A kaleidoscope of colors, man. Pinks, purples, yellow, orange. In other words, the grave of Death Valley was transformed into a garden of life. Why? Because there were seeds buried in that field waiting for God to send the rain and release their potential. Friends, I believe we are standing in a state where spiritual seeds have been sown, they've been planted, and they're waiting right now. And when the conditions are right, when God sends the fresh rain of the Holy Spirit, a super bloom of spiritual fruit is going to appear. I'm just telling you, church, we went through Death Valley for 18 months, but I believe the Lord is preparing a spiritual super bloom in this church. Make some noise if you agree. We believe it. We're believing for it. Believe for it. So I want you to know this fall, we're hoping to welcome hundreds of new believers in the family of God. We're actually hosting baptisms on November 21st. We're believing God for revival at every campus. Amen? Look, Jesus said, you see it? The harvest is plentiful, but there's just one problem. Did you notice what Jesus said? He said, the harvest is plentiful, but here's the deal, guys. The workers are, everyone, we don't have enough harvest hands. <laughs> the truth is, we don't have enough dream teeners <laughs> to handle everything God wants to do in this church. Volunteers are scarce. And can I just say, this is the exact challenge we're facing right now post-COVID. Families are returning to church en masse. <laughs> especially those with kids and special needs. But our volunteers are not returning at the same rate. Our dream team is actually coming back much slower. So in other words, there's a gap, right? The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Be honest, how many leaders here, you feel the pain at your campus, okay? <laughs> we're, we're building back, but we need everybody's help. Can I show you one of my very favorite friends at Liquid? I've told you about my my uh, young, young friend named Grady, he's just an amazing kid. He came back to church for the first time this summer. Grady actually has Down syndrome, and his family drives half an hour to get to Liquid because it's his favorite place in the world. Well, his mom, Erin, shot a short video of Grady being united with, you see that girl on, the, on his right? That's Katie, his dream team buddy. And mom posted on Instagram, and it was so powerful because it shows the kind of impact one volunteer can have on a child's life. Look at this. My son needs a friend. So I'll run to the Father again and again and again and again. Oh, oh, oh. That right there is a homecoming. That's what it looks like to come back to the Father's house. It's a beautiful bond, and that's why we do what we do. So families like Grady's can come with their kids and and experience the love and hope of Jesus. And this is right now why our leaders are working so hard to get our campuses fully open. And guys, honestly, it's why we need every able-bodied man and woman and teenager to step up and serve. 
As I said, the return of families is outpacing the return of our leaders. So we need your help. It's really an all-hands-on-deck moment in the life of our church. Post-COVID, the harvest is plentiful, Jesus says, but the workers are few. There's a gap between what God's calling us to do and leaders like Katie who are stepping up to do it. So what's the solution? What does Jesus tell the disciples to do? Did you notice? He said, go recruit your friends. That's not what he told them. It says in verse 2, he says, he told them, ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. And this surprised me, because <laughs> you might think, you know, Jesus is like, guys, there's so much potential out there. People far from God, they don't need to know about the love of my son. Get on your feet. Come on, boys, work. But he didn't say get on your feet. He said get on your knees and pray. Pray that the Holy Spirit would inspire new harvest hands to get in the game and help out wherever there's a need. And friends, we got a lot of needs at every campus. We need folks who will serve on the hospitality team at your campus, welcoming new guests, putting on a, a Mickey hand and giving a high four to a kid in the parking lot. We need ushers helping people find seats and serve communion. We need volunteers for our cafe team so we can serve coffee to our guests on Sunday. Anybody want coffee back? Can I just tell you, in order to bring back Liquid Family at every service and roll out coffee this fall, we need you to get in the game today. We, we need help on our roadies teams. It's the muscle men and women who set up and tear down equipment at our portable campuses. The few, the proud, the roadies. Give them a hand. We praise God for you, roadies. We need help all over this house. We need help with production. Maybe technology is your thing. We need camera operators. People can run lights, graphics, AV. We need musicians and vocalists on our worship team. Did you know our band isn't paid? They're volunteers. They got a gift. And like, I'm just going to share it with other people. Whatever your role here is at Liquid, leading a small group, parking a car, cuddling a baby, being a buddy, Jesus said, that's actually not your number one job. Your number one job is to pray. Ask me. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. And so that's what our staff did this summer. <laughs> Last month, our staff took prayer walks all around Princeton, all around our new campus, and we fanned out into the community, the, the fields outside, and we prayed. We prayed for the neighbors. We prayed for those who don't know Christ yet. And we prayed simply that, Jesus, would you send harvest hands? Would you send a whole army of new leaders at every campus who will invest their time and their talent and their treasure to advance your kingdom in their county. We even took a prayer walk on the campus of Princeton University and got arrested. No, we didn't get arrested. But, we, but I just want to let you know there's prayer on the campus, man. We are praying for students and future leaders. It was incredible because we're believing God for revival, guys. We want a fresh move of the Holy Spirit across the whole state. Remember, all good work, all eternal God's work starts on our knees with humble, heartfelt prayer. What did Jesus say? You got a gap? Ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest field. Whose harvest is it, by the way? Is it liquid? Uh-uh. It's Jesus's. So in August, we took him literally. Our staff decided to get down on our knees every day at 10.02 to pray in honor of Luke 10, verse 2. We said, you know what? Whether you're in a meeting or you're on the phone or you're on a Zoom call, let's all pause every day at 10.02 and actually get down on our knees and ask Jesus, the Lord of the harvest, to send new workers at every campus. And today we want to invite you to join us because we've been praying for over a month now. We actually had prayer bracelets made up. They say 10.02 on them to wear on your wrist 
So it will remind you, every person who calls Liquid Church home, would you pray with me, Luke 10 to every day? Could be 10.02 a.m., could be 10.02 p.m. I'm going to ask our hospitality dream team right now to come on down at every campus, pass out prayer bracelets to everybody here today. And you'll notice it says 10.02, which of course comes out of Luke 10, verse 2. But only take one if you will commit to pray with us for Harvest Hands this fall. Every day. Stop what you're doing at 10.02. Yeah, go ahead, just pass them out. And I want to ask you to commit to praying for your campus, to pray for Garwood, to pray for Somerset, that God would bring harvest hands as people return post-COVID. Hey, if you've got your bracelet on by now and you're willing to pray with me, would you, put, would you raise your hand, the hand you put the bracelet on? Go ahead. I want to deputize you as a prayer warrior, okay? <laughs> this is the most important thing we can do as a church, and I want our staff to lead the way, but now we're calling everybody in. It's to ask the Lord of the harvest, and I'm praying that today some of you, listen to me, will be the answer to this prayer. That you will not only step up to pray, but you'll say, you know what, I'm going to be the answer to that prayer. I'm going to serve. I'm going to join the dream team at my campus this fall. I understand some of you may be like, man, I'm new to the church. What does that mean, joining a team? Like, does that mean you're going to track me down and lock me in for life? Do I have an ankle bracelet if I don't show up for the toddler room? What do I get besides the sweet (laughs) t-shirt? Well, before we head out to the Dream Team Expo, I want you to hear from two of our finest Dream Teamers at Liquid, Tora and Billy Hill. This is the cutest couple at Liquid. These guys are newlyweds. They served together on the Liquid Family Dream Team, got married during the pandemic. Would you welcome Tora and Billy to the stage? Come on out, guys. Come on out. Love you guys. Thank you for coming up here. I know you're like, I I should be serving in Liquid Family right now. First off, congratulations. How long have you been married? Eight and a half months. Eight and a half months. I love it. Bro, you going for 12? Uh, Trying. You're trying trying hard. He's succeeding. (laughs) He's succeeding. Uh, I'm just curious, how did you meet? Uh, A mutual friend here at Liquid. So the lovely Sarah texts text me randomly and said, hey, do you know Billy? And I'm like, yes, I, I know Billy. Uh, and she goes, I've been thinking about you guys. I was wondering, um, can I give him your number? And I was like, well, it's a pandemic. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> so sure, let's give this a try. And look, here we are today. So this is a pandemic romance. Yes, uh, yes. Millennials, just take note there, man. Forget Tinder, okay? You meet your, cha- your, your mate, man, while serving on the Dream Team. That's what we call Dream Team. Tara, Tara tell, us what, tell us what you do. I serve as the Liquid Family Manager here at our broadcast campus in Persephone, which basically means I get the honor and the privilege to walk alongside our volunteers who get to invest in the lives of our families who have kids and infants to middle school. Awesome. Now, it's back to school season right now. How's it been going with Liquid Family, the homecoming? Well, last Sunday was move-up day, and it was amazing. We had a flood of new families join us. But that meant we had 279 kids in Persephone. Holy moly. Honestly, it was overwhelming (laughs) to try to register all of those children and to get them in the correct class. Um, However, it was also a gift um, to be able to welcome so many families through our doors again. That's thrilling to hear. Guys, don't miss this. 279 kids in Persephone across all campuses. We had 500 Understand the average church size is 100 people total, adults and kids, okay? So what's the point? The harvest is plentiful. God is bringing the next generation, but the workers are few. Billy, tell us where you serve and what you're seeing. So yes, I serve in, uh, as a team coach at middle school here in Parsippany, and it's 
just a, it's a privilege to be able to serve alongside other leaders and, and just pour into these kids who are just dealing with a lot right now in this season. Yeah. Tell us a little bit, of maybe a highlight from last week, just something you saw. Yeah. So we were actually talking about change in the season. That was one of the topics we were covering. And it was kind of interesting to see just the kids open up like just about like all the different changes they're walking through. They're going through, you know, all the things with COVID, you know, and, and school changes, in person, out of person, all the different things. And that's hard. Change is hard. And one of the even the even the things of loss was like a thing that was talked about. And it was just it was overwhelming to hear that, but to be able to see the kids like pour into each other and kinda of come alongside each other in that, I thought that was a big statement to like how much we need other volunteers there alongside them to walk yeah. through these difficulties. Capture that discipleship. We're not just doing memory verses. Walking kids through grief and loss, taking the time to listen, lean in, and care. I mean, now that's a challenge because I did hear you had 55 middle schoolers, and was it two small group leaders? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was, a, it was a bit of a challenge, yeah. <laughs> not good. Totally, totally outgunned. Um, you were telling me about one, one child who lost their father and actually had to walk Yeah, through. they did through COVID, and so it was, and that's the kid that the, the other kids came alongside, and it was just, it was encouraging to see. I got to stand, sit with there and pray with him and yeah. tell him, hey, you know, we're here for you, you know, whatever you need, you know, just reach out. Don't hesitate to ever to ask. You know, that's, that's one of the biggest things these kids need is that knowing that they're heard, they're valued and loved. Yeah, yeah. One caring adult away from reaching their God-given potential. Question, do you have to be a Bible scholar like the Bible answer man to serve? No, and not at all. Family? Okay. Not at all. No, I mean, you're, you're, you're given material in advance to, to be able to prep in advance and, and you have a good, you know, uh, team here, you know, Tora and her team help uh, prepare us for that. And so it's just being willing and having willing hearts to come alongside the kids to serve Christ where he calls you to and to know again like I said the kids what they really need is to know that they're seen they're heard and they're loved amen now Tora is there any specific age range for volunteers like do you have to be young and hip like you guys only the cool like I wouldn't call us young or hip (laughs) thank you Uh, No, so we start as young as our middle schoolers. Our middle schoolers can serve as junior varsity volunteers in our toddler and preschool rooms. But we also have opportunities for our high schoolers, our young adults, our more mature adults. Um, At the end of the day, we really want to be able to partner with parents to help their child develop a faith that sticks. This generation needs us, um, and the age that you are is not a deterrent. Now, I do notice some people are staring at you, Tori, like, do I know her? Her face looks familiar. Because Tora is kind of liquid famous. Parents, if you don't know Tora, your kids definitely do. Because Tora actually plays the role of Tora the Explorer. Okay, not Dora, Tora the Explorer character. Liquid family created teacher against kids. I think we have a clip of that. Oh, dear. I just wanted to bless you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we have more mail two times in one day. Well, that's super awesome. Let's see who our mail is from. Oh, It's from a lot of our friends. They sent us some videos. Would would you like to see them? I'm so glad you said yes. I am important to God. I am important. 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 Oh, I do love my explorer friends. Those are all so great and so true. I am so happy Richard asked that great question. Am I important to God? Because now we know the answer is 100% yes. We are each very important to God. We know this is true because it's in the 
Bible. Speaking of things in our Bible, I think it's time for us to do our memory verse with our good explorer friend, Miss Phoebe. <laughs> As you guys can see, there's lots of creative roles to serve in at Liquid Family. Taurus, tell us some of the roles that people can help with. I would love to. Uh, we have so many opportunities. It starts with our registration team. Uh, it's a group of volunteers who get to register our families when they first walk in and treat them as the VIP guests that they really are. We have opportunities in our nursery where they get to hold and cuddle on our babies so that their parents can safely go to service uninterrupted and worship together. We have small group leader positions in our toddlers to middle school and high school ages where it's just caring adults who are willing to share Jesus in fun and interactive ways. And one of my favorite, favorite places is Oasis. It is a room designed specifically as a gift to our volunteers. So here at Liquid, we have a attend one and serve one. That means you get to go to church and then you get the opportunity to serve on a dream team. But let's say you have kids. What do I do? Well, that's where Oasis plays in. They go to kids' service in the first service, and then they get to come and hang out, play some video games, watch a movie um, in our Oasis room. We also have the opportunity to be a special needs buddy. A buddy here at Liquid is providing one-on-one -on -one support for our kids with special needs. Here at Liquid, we welcome everyone at the table, our kids that are typical, but as well as our kids that may have Down syndrome, ADHD, Asperger's, you name it, everyone is welcome here at Liquid. That's awesome. Billy, I just be curious, what would you say to someone sitting here like you were a couple years ago, and maybe they're considering serving, but they're, they're maybe hesitant because they got a lot on their plate? Yeah, so when I came to Liquid, um, I had just come off being a year kind of taking a break from serving, and um, it was a new environment, new place, and I just was trying to get accommodated to the surroundings. And when I was here one Sunday, they did a Dream Team Expo. I never had done one of those. And one of our friends, who you know, I was friends here with, said, why don't we just walk around and look at some of the booths. Went there, st stopped at the family booth, and what I learned was the needs they had in middle school, especially with the boys. And so I just felt my heart, and like, how can I say no to this right now, mm. especially what God has done in my life, how he's brought me to where I am now. And I just said, you know, well, I'm going to trust him with this and, and take that step. We're so glad you did. I love what Pastor Jonathan said a couple weeks ago. Every student is one caring adult away from reaching their God-given potential. Can we thank Tora the Explorer and Billy? Grateful for you guys. Thank you so much. I'm going to send you out, okay, to the Dream Team Expo so you guys get prepared to receive people. Thank you, guys. So grateful for them. Guys, we need dozens of Billys and Toras, Dream Teamers at every campus, especially Liquid Family. And I'm just, I, I just need you to know, I've been praying behind your back <laughs> that some of you will be the answer to Jesus' Luke 10-2 prayer for Harvest Hands. If you haven't fully returned to your campus, I'm just telling you, man, kids like Grady need you in person. If you're still watching church online in your pajamas on Sundays, God bless you. But I just want to invite you back in person. Summer is over, and it's time to plug back in and use your God-given gifts to serve others. You know what Jesus said? He said, remember the purpose? Even the Son of Man, even me, I, I didn't come to be served, but to what? To serve and to give my life away as a ransom for May. Think about that. Jesus Christ is inviting you to serve in his harvest. So if you've been sitting on the bench, I'm just telling you, man, God wants to put you in the game today. Don't just be a spectator. Get involved in two ways. First, pray with us. Now, for the rest of the fall, at 10.02 every day, ask Jesus to send harvest hands at every single campus. And if you've taken a break from serving, that's totally fine. No guilt. We're just welcoming you back. This is an all-hands-on-deck moment to regather and rebuild our church together. Amen? Thank you.
you for joining us today. If you want to check out Liquid Church for a weekend service, small group outreach, or clean water trip, you can find out more about us online at liquidchurch.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and subscribe or share it with your friends. Thanks again for listening.